You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back. I'm Heather Caro. With Mark Holcraft. I kind of feel like I need to let you go first, Mark. You are my boss. <laughs> you're, you're the, you're, uh, you can be a good glory hog. Okay, okay, <laughs> no, okay. No, you're good. You're good. We're broadcasting today from St. Paul's Cathedral in St. Paul, Minnesota. We're broadcasting here because they're having Catholics at the Capitol. It's a big event um, that they're educating today and then tomorrow getting to talk with a bunch of legislatures. So... We've got a great lineup of, of guests today, and in the end, you'll get to hear a speech from Archbishop Gomez. So, pretty excited about that. You bet, you bet. We, we've been so blessed. Um, a lot of things have kind of changed surrounding the event of Catholics at the Capitol. Completely, yeah. And so, uh, due to circumstances, the whole event has been made virtual through Zoom. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but you can join us, and you could you could join us through Zoom if you go to, I think it's Catholics at the Capitol. Dot org. Dot org. And jump in. Even if you're jumping in late, uh, some of the talks, they're being recorded. You can even pick up on some of the talks later on. Uh, the talks would not necessarily be recorded on our Real Presence Radio website, though. Right, right. You can pick up, uh, as usual, through podcasts on our website, the interviews we've been doing this mm-hmm. morning. But as far as talks with Catholics at the Capitol, you'd have to pick that up on the, the website of catholicsatthecapitol.org. Yep. Um, we're here with Bishop Zettler. Kettler. Kettler, I'm sorry. (laughs) Bishop Kettler from the Diocese of St. Cloud. Correct. Been there for, you said, eight years? About eight years. About eight years. Thanks for being with us. Sure. I'm a a product of St. John's Seminary. Collegeville. Collegeville. So I'm back there as their bishop now. Yeah. Nice. That must be cool. How is that to come back? It's nice because you, you, you know somebody. Yeah, <laughs> because I was the bishop before this up in Fairbanks, Alaska, and when I went up there, I did not know anyone. Oh, I suppose and so. That's quite a change. Yeah, so. yeah. My my wife and I. So I've been with Real Presence Radio for about uh, almost seven months. Prior to that, we lived in Cincinnati. But prior to that, is so similar to you. She's from Northwest Minnesota, so coming back to Fargo is really like come back home for us. Sure, sure. And the word that really stood out for us, it's been familiarity. Mm. Cincinnati, good people. I'm sure you ran into great people in Fairbanks, but there's something to be said about familiarity. Oh, yeah. People ask me, would I want to retire back in Alaska? And I say, or who do I miss there? And I said, sure. the people, but I do not miss the dark and the cold. Yeah. I do not. Yeah. We think in uh, northern Minnesota, we think it is dark and cold, and, and because it is, but... Yeah, compared it to can Alaska, always be no. worse. <laughs> I saw be. 70 below oh, wow. up there, not wind chill. 70 not below. Wind chill. 70 below, yeah. Now that's those, a those, new one. Those are bragging rights for Minnesotans. <laughs> that really <laughs> well, is. would be for me. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. So coming here to Catholics at the Capitol, uh, why do you find it so important to attend this event? I've been engaged in this now for a few times, and, and it's we, we preach and we tell people that they have to be engaged and involved as citizens of the country and they have to be relating and working with their um congress people mm-hmm. their legislators and it's not enough just to say you ought to do that you, you gotta you gotta engage in doing something to really say you're doing it yeah mm-hmm. and so this gives us an opportunity and many of our people even up north i'm i'm about 75 miles from here our diocese and um gives a, has given them a chance to really meet not only their own legislators, most of whom they, 
they don't meet haven't met right and and then give them an opportunity to really talk about an issue with with them and to really endorse it and and try to communicate how important that particular thing is so i just i think that this is just a good good exercise for people and then then you always have an opportunity to hear some special talks and so on mm-hmm. that can fire you up yeah stuff. yeah sure what would you say to uh those listeners that aren't really interested in politics you know, you, you know, that I think question about, wasn't on the list, was it? <laughs> I, I think about Jesus, you know, and, and, and he was kind of involved in politics, I think. Mm. You know, maybe church politics, but he was engaged in that because, because you, you have to be engaged with leaders, with teachers, and so on. And, and that's... Um, Working with in politics is, is engaging in those things, and 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 as citizens, as good citizens, we've got involved not just in our religious things, but also our our the things that are important to us in our society and so on too. Yeah, I think you ask a great question, Heather, because I think for a lot of people, um, no, I think I know for a lot of people. There's this idea that, well, faith and politics can't mix. They really right. ought not to mix. Yeah. You know, and there's so many stereotypes that come along with that. But a day like today, what really emboldens us is not only, it's not so much that they have to mix, is as people of faith, and we need to let our Catholic faith, you know, not only permeate us, but <clears throat> if we're really, excuse me, if we're really letting it permeate us, we can't help but want to be out there. Yeah. You know, and in, you know, one could say it's it's a fruit of your faith, but we really, really, what needs to happen is our faith really does need to penetrate and permeate these decisions. These are the lawmakers. I loved earlier one of the lines was, "How can we be a resource for our legislators?" Bishop, can you speak just a little bit to that? What, what would be a, a concrete example? How can we be a resource to our legislators? The biggest thing is, of course, getting to know them. And having relationships. One of the first things I did when I went up to St. Cloud was I invited all of the legislators from our area to come to lunch. And, and so we visited over lunch with them. And incidentally, what surprised me was they got a chance to talk to each other that I didn't think oh. they had done very much before. So wow. that's what that really struck me, you know. Yeah. So not only... Did you engage and get to know them, but you created an environment for them, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. get to know each other. And again, I mean, when the church or our person, you know, the bishop can stand as a facilitator sure. to engage, you know, we always say engage dialogue, mm-hmm. but you're, you're creating a, a place and space for that. And I knew then coming down here for Catholics in the Capitol, I, we, I certainly knew some of our legislators. And so it wasn't the first time meeting them. Yeah. Because we'd done that before, pretty informally. And, and you know, it's, you spend a little time trying to um, maybe talk about issues that you think are really important. You do yeah. that. Yeah. But, but really, for me, it's just to, to gain some kind of a friendship, a little bit of a relationship with them. You bet. So that when you do talk to them at other times or for other occasions, um, You've taken the first step already, which is really, really important. Yeah, totally. I, I mean, that's that's one of the uh, we talk about relationships all the time. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a prerequisite evangelization. You foster that relationship, yep. and you engage them. And I would imagine this way: then they see, like, they see you really care. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, um, 
what is it, the Pope Paul the Sixth quote? I'm gonna hopefully not butcher, but I'm we are not, in need I'm as not much. Not a theologian, so well, we're don't need have as, to answer to bishop. <laughs> we are in need of teachers in as much as they are witnesses, and we are in need of witnesses in as much as they are teachers. Sure. Mm. Well, that really gets at the heart of that, bishop. Obviously, one of your roles is you're a teacher, mm-hmm. right? You're the you're the, right. the the teacher of the diocese. Yep. But when they see that the teacher is giving witness to these. Uh, these clear topics, these very important topics. You know, one of the topics we're speaking of today, we just had Alejandra uh, briefly give witness regarding immigration. And, uh, and she, she just wants to give uh, a witness to uh, what her experience has been uh, to be living in the U.S., but the impact of some of the laws on immigrants. In her case, I think it had to do with uh, having a, a driver's, driver's license, license. Uh, removed because... Uh, maybe uh, some ticket or something. I don't know all the details, so I don't want to yeah. presume. Um, but Bishop, could you speak, some of the church's teaching on immigration, how it relates, how it might relate in particular to that bill that's up for discussion today? Well, the biggest thing for me is I have Catholic people that are my people, and they're Latino. I have about 10 fairly large communities in in the Diocese of St. Cloud. Uh, that means that they have um, Sunday masses in, in, in Spanish. They they probably have baptismal preparations, marriage preps and so on in Spanish and so on. So they're a significant group of people. And um, two things. One, I've got to take care of them. That's mm-hmm. my job uh, as, as bishop, especially since they're Catholic people. And then I, I, I have to somehow in, invite them and encourage them to be get to, to become more a part of our of our parishes that we can connect them that they can be welcomed there and that's not an easy thing um, every parish kind of has their own folks and how to uh, people someplace yeah. else uh, even even if they've been for, there for a while how are they integrated and in, in be a part of welcoming to that and and then do it in a way that does not lose their their culture and their heritage because what they bring is is so important and so good for us we grow Absolutely. when we can connect in that way um so in the area of of um license for for um uh, driver's license well you know i there's fear when people get stopped um mm-hmm. but yeah. you know driving along and they're afraid that they could be separated from their families they could be sent back to some place and so on so we somehow we got to get through that and get over that and 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 i think it's really important for for um our our latino people both the documented and the undocumented which we have both that they they be able to get a license so that they can um drive maybe learn to drive a little better Mm -hmm. they can get insurance so that protects us but also gives them an opportunity to get to their jobs or school and so on so it's just to me it's a i'm sorry i have to say it's a no-brainer that that there should be the uh, that licenses for 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 immigrants Mm -hmm. and we got to work on that and i over the last yesterday some of our conversations with the uh our governmental leaders, I talked a little bit about that. Fear of separating families through through a, a stop with a uh, 
you know, violation stop and, sure. and so on. Um, we, we just got to do that. And, and it's for the common good. But also, I think the driver's license might be a step in immigration reform. Mm. And we've okay. got to go. We got to get there. We got to do it. Yeah. And I think we got a people that we have to be a people that welcome. Doesn't mean that we can have millions and millions of people coming, and we can't do that. We have to have restrictions and guidelines well, and so on. Yeah, civil law that yeah. keeps it in order, protect, right? Yeah. yeah. But but it doesn't. It starts off with the fact that we welcome people because of their dignity and their specialness yeah. and anybody for whatever reason need to or want to come here we've got to be welcoming to them well and i love that uh, this bill is kind of focusing more on the human sure aspect of the person not the why or how they got here yeah and and so i like that approach to this bill um that it's focusing more on the humanity yep and and to take away some of those fears at least i hope i yeah. hope yeah. You're listening to Real Presence Live. This is Mark Holcraft and Heather, and we're interviewing Bishop Kettler, for the, uh, Bishop for the Diocese of St. Cloud. Uh, we're talking a little bit about immigration, uh, a little bit about, uh, in particular, Latino culture in this particular uh, example. Uh, one of the comments, Bishop, you made an earlier comment, uh, just uh, the gifts that the Hispanic culture and the Latino culture bring. Um, well, I couldn't help but think how we started off our very conversation with you, a familiarity. You know, mm. familiarity is going to be tied to family. Mm. Wow. You know, what a gift, I think, for us, uh, certainly I, I, for my own life, but in encountering Hispanic and Latino cultures, what family means to them. Yep. You know, and they give, I think, a dynamic witness of the familial life yeah. uh, from their culture, certainly into, if we want to say American culture, you know, American culture, we're a hodgepodge, yeah, <laughs> which yeah. also speaks to itself. Um, but I think that's, that's been one of the encounters that I've experienced. That's, sure. that's part of the gift they bring. If you knew me better, you would know that I appreciate food. <laughs> and and um, Hispanic, Spanish, Latin, Latino yeah. food is wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> so, so especially... They do a thing with a corn on the cob, then they put mayonnaise on it and all kinds of spices on it, and it is the best oh, you like corn <laughs> on the cob you could possibly have. <laughs> and it, you know, I, that's just a, a little yeah. example of, yeah. of what I appreciate. But the learning, getting their culture the, for the church, their appreciation of music and mm -hmm. of um, of um, their relation, devotional relations to to the. Um, um, saints and so on. It's yeah. just that's beautiful. We, we can learn so much from them. Absolutely. I'm German. I'm stiff and kind of <laughs> kind of cold and and so on. And they're not like that. And so I certainly can learn from them. Yeah. Well, and and that's that's so much uh, northern Minnesota. Yeah. German, yeah. Norwegian. Yeah. Um, and and there's the gifts that the, every culture brings. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know. Beautiful. Um, Any last thoughts for our listeners before we let you go? You know, I just pay attention and, and, and get engaged with relevant radio and, and your programming and the programming for that are with the television and so mm -hmm. on. It, you know, we all have to stretch ourselves. We all have to learn and grow. Yes. Yeah. And that goes on until you're about 
in the grave for about 10 days and you can stop. <laughs> but we have to do that. And so I guess that what I encourage them is, is for them to keep listening, thinking, growing, reading, uh, doing those things because uh, life is, in, is involved with growth and changes sometimes. We got to learn about those. So always do, you know, awesome. do that. That's what I would tell people. Right. Yeah. Thank sure. you so much, Bishop. Thanks for spending time with us. Sure. Yeah. Will you part us with a blessing? Sure. Just may God's blessing, especially the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit as we approach Pentecost, descend and be with you and all of your listeners in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Thank you, Bishop, for Thank joining you, Bishop. us. Sure. Sure. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we're going to head into Archbishop Gomez's talk fairly soon. So stick with us. We'll be back with more Catholics at the Capitol on Real Presence Live right after this. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 